Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tea Girl E Girls, the one and only podcast about internet trends, silly little games, and all of the worst takes on the internet. Hosted by myself and this tortellini loving transsexual right here. Only if it's from Trader Joe's, as we discovered. <laughs> Anyway, I'm Betty. I am an actress, drag performer, and professional vampire cocksucker. All of those are true facts, by the way. And hi, I'm Kala. I'm a drag queen, a wannabe filmmaker, an event producer, and all-around idiot living in Los Angeles. Yes, and if you are listening to this very first episode of Tea Girl Eat Girls, happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! And if you watch this after October 31st, uh, you were late. I'm sorry. Sorry. I know this literally came out on the 30th, but you are still late. You should watched, have listened to us listened. on premiere. Um, yeah, speaking of watching, though, this yes. is a podcast, maybe, if you're listening to it as a podcast, but it's also a video podcast Yeah, you can check out on me and Betty's social media channels. Yep which we will link below in whatever form you were listening to this to in the description there. Right. You're early to this. You're yeah. early listeners. So you're day oneer. You're day oneer. There's gen oneers and there's day oneers. This is a podcast about internet trends and hot takes of all okay. kinds. Yes. So since that is where we are starting our podcast today, Kala and I were going to discuss with each other the notions of both cringe and ick yes how are they similar how are they alike what are they what's different about them that is what we are going to explore on the pod today so if you want to know or you want to leave your little tidbits or you want to touch our tidbits about cringe and ick stick around give this a listen but before we get into it actually this is our halloween episode buddy and maybe people are listening to this in halloween 2024 okay future listeners I wanted to know, I wanted to ask you, if you had to put together perfect Halloween dream team for your Pokemon team, who would it be? So I'm imagining that this is the team that like I'm taking trick-or-treating with me. They're going to the okay. Halloween party. Okay, that's cute. We're getting our little candy. We're getting some um, party favors at a mansion party somewhere. Party favors? Who knows? P and P. <laughs> Pokemon and Pokemon. Pokemon and Pokemon. <laughs> Um, that team would include, I'm going to do a little trio, uh, Pumpkaboo, okay. the Halloween diva, not yeah. Gorgeist, because Gorgeist is not that girl. She's, she's not slay. Her little sister ate her up. She really did. She's yeah. cute. I mean, she makes a cute plushie. Does Gorgeist make a cute plushie? No. No. It looks like, like, like melting off of like The girls who get it, get it. And the girls who don't, don't. The girls who don't are pump, uh, Gorgeist. Gorgeist. Yeah. Pokemon number two is Miss Magius. <gasps> Love her. Miss Magius. Miss. Miss Magius. Miss Magius. Yeah. The her. world may never know. The world may never know. One, once upon a time, I told California to never question me on a um, Pokemon name pronunciation. And then I, I put Miss Magius on this team and all of that fell apart. Yeah. Once upon a time, 40 minutes ago when we were rehearsing this podcast. When we were, yeah, on a rehearsal. And I clocked her. <laughs> she clocked me. She was giving, she clockiana grande'd me. Clockiana grande. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, but you could never clock Miss Magius. No, you couldn't. She, you couldn't. She is serving capital C-U-N-T. Yes. And the third Pokemon on this little Halloween uh, trio team is Grim Snarl. <gasps> Daddy. Danny. I love Grim Snarl. We're going to get into why Grim Snarl is on this oh, team a little bit later in the yummy, podcast yummy. when we talk about uh, another topic. I lo- First of all, love monsters. They're sexy. Second of all, 
I love a man with a big nose. I love a man, big nose, big, huge cock. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. What about, what's your team? I think I have to go with one of the OGs. Okay. I have to pick Gengar. Um, second, Mimi Q. Oh, I love Mimikyu. I love Mimikyu. I love I I love cute Pokemon. Yeah, a little same. ghost fairy. Come on, so cute. Um, and then I think I would choose Sinistee. Sinistee. Yeah, a cute little ghost type from one of the more recent games. If I took Sinistee trick or treating, mm-hmm. I would put my candy in them. But wouldn't you be putting it like in their body? I don't care because their body's like liquid, right? Oh yeah. Well, they could hold it for me. Move aside. Just be like. <laughs> It's like make room, <laughs> make room. Get out of the cup. So wait, Sinistee. So are you are you a tea girl? I'm more of a coffee girl, but I'm also a tea girl. That's what ah! I thought, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are our little Halloween Pokemon teams. Oh yeah, if you're listening to this, what would your Halloween Pokemon team be? Yes, let us know. Uh, slide into our DMs or comment if this is on something that you can comment on. Yeah, Betty wants you to slide into her. I, DMs. DMs. Well, Betty, I mean, people, I'm assuming, maybe came here for the title of the podcast, Cringe versus Ick. Do you yes. Wanna, what, do you, what were you thinking about that? Well, I think we should start with defining cringe. Like, okay. what is cringe to you, Kala? Okay. Like, the me, word cringe, what does it mean? Like, to me... Give me Merriam-Webster. My Merriam-Webster definition is cringe is doing yourself or perceiving another person to be doing something that is socially unacceptable. Okay. It's weird. It's embarrassing. You shouldn't do it. I do think that there's kind of like this two-side thing to cringe where like maybe cringe is something that you think about yourself, but also that cringe can be applied to like you thinking another person is doing something that's cringe. Um, I think it can be a little gray though. Some people I think call other people cringe in like a weaponized way. Kind of mm. can be mean, kind of hater. Yeah, it feels like a little bit of like a tool of like a bully. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely bullyish. Yeah, like the mean girl kind of character type. Right, right. And instead of just like saying like, "Oh, you're ugly," or "Oh, that was embarrassing," people will be like, like "Oh, cringe. that's cringe." That's so cringe. But I also feel like I don't actually hear people call each other cringe in real life. Maybe that's yeah. just because I'm old and I don't like sit in a high school. Maybe the high schoolers are doing that. Um, we are both uh, cringe millennials talking about internet yeah, culture, well, so they, I guess, they, they guessed that from the yeah, Pokemon, they did, sure. they did, they did. They so, but like I mostly see it as like a tool that the internet uses on like yeah. content creators or. Um, people in the background of videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, I feel like there's this whole kind of subculture, um, whole. or like not whole, <laughs> not subculture. This whole um, kind of genre of content creation that is yeah. kind of about like seeing people in public being cringy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it really is an internet thing. Yeah, it feels kind of like. First of all, younger than me. It feels like something that's more so used by people that are like Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does kind of feel to me sometimes like it's mostly directed at other people. You know, like maybe some people think of themselves as cringe. Sure, I'm sure that's happening. But I do think mostly when I see it, it's somebody saying, you are cringe. Yeah. That is a cringe thing to do. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I was going to say that cringe is kind of like a 2020s internet word meaning embarrassing but then goes beyond just the feeling of embarrassment like when i was like in high school 
like a question that would always come up in like a game of truth or dare or something would be like, what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done? Right. But, and, can, but can you imagine being like, I don't know, trying to identify in somebody else, like this is something you've done that's embarrassing. Like maybe you have yeah. a story, but like you wouldn't think of them as an embarrassing person, yeah. you know? Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Almost like cringe is like a personality type or like people try to say it's your personality. Yeah. Like, oh, you, you are cringe. Yeah. Like you are this thing. Yeah. Not that thing you did was embarrassing well, I mean, maybe, or that thing you did was cringe. Maybe there's a question there actually. What mm -hmm. are some things that you do that are cringe? Oh, what don't I do that's cringe, Kala? That is the, probably the better question. Yeah, when you called me up to do this podcast and you were like, hey, last night, 24 hours ago, we need some set dressing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now it's fully dressed in Halloween-themed Pokemon. Yes, which I brought. Those are mine. Yeah, and a giant Jigglypuff, which... You can't see. You can't quite see, but she is up there. She's looming over us, watching us. She's leering over us. Um, but probably the most cringe thing that I do is gamble for hot anime boys in video games. Oh, my God. So for those of you who are um, fellow uh, internet gamblers like me, um, you gamble for hot men in certain games i used to be a genshin impact player okay uh, i no longer play genshin impact because i suck at the combat um i now play its sister game honkai star rail which are both like hoyoverse games they're basically the same game except one of them sci-fi and turn-based and one of them is like fantasy and an action rpg and i have probably spent around like 120 real life dollars buying in-game currency to gamble for the chance of getting like a sexy anime boy to play as oh my god i actually i have a, a quick little response to that i don't want to do this podcast anymore why i that was too cringe oh well i have to leave now. there's the door there's the door bitch there's the door bitch <laughs> <laughs> okay no that is for real cringy i mean 120 dollars on fake boys leave me and not even that's a low amount by the way i am not a whale and it's not even guaranteed Okay, actually, I have something even more cringy than this. There's this game called Cookie Run Kingdom. What? Where instead of gambling for hot anime boys, you gamble for, like, anime gingerbread cookies. Betty. And I spent $5. <laughs> On sexy cookies. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed for myself. Betty is single for anybody <laughs> interested in that fact. I do, it does sound like maybe you have to be baked in an oven or smell of cinnamon and nutmeg, perhaps. But she is available. You know what? Tis the season, okay? Or vampires. If you're vampires with a yes, big if you're a vampire, get arms, over here. Um, Betty's very interested. I've never gambled on a sexy vampire, I think. Yet. Yeah, if, but when the opportunity when arises. the opportunity arises, I will. Okay, that's enough about me. What's the most cringe thing you've done? Okay, uh, cringy about me. Cringy about me. Cringy about me. Cringy about me. Nothing comes to mind. Honestly, I'm pretty cool. Uh, listeners, she's a liar. She's a fraud. She's a scammer. <laughs> no, okay, but actually, I I think I'm perceived as a cringy person in general. I think I'm kind of weird. Oh, not me self-describing as weird. That itself is fucking cringy. That was cringe. That was, that was cringy. so. That was so. I'm, oh. That was so. I'm weird. Think, I'm know, a weirdo. I'm a weirdo. I'm not like other girls. Shout out. To, <laughs> shout out to Jacka Jones. <laughs> um, no, but I am kind of like you know like a weeaboo, like a millennial weeaboo. I am pretty sure I'm on the spectrum. So people who aren't on the spectrum, I think, perceive me as very strange. 
They're just like, is neurodivergency, like is perceived neurodivergency cringe? I don't think it is, but I think other people often when they make fun of cringe or they like make, you know, you probably have seen the videos on TikTok of like, oh, I'm a cringy millennial. The behavior that they always do to me just reads as like, no, that's just like an autistic gamer guy. And you just like are being kind of a bully. Yeah. But that said, I do think, funny enough, maybe autistic people are cringy and I just don't think they are because I'm autistic and most of my friends are neurodivergent. Yeah, that's who true. Who, meet me in person and tell me if I'm the cringiest motherfucker you ever met. Kala, I think we left out the most cringe-worthy fact about both of us. What is that? That we both have BAs in theater. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> weaponized properly for a drag career yes weaponized properly okay. for both of us being drag performers because but, it wasn't going to pay either way the sad part is neither of us can even say that we weaponized our bfas because neither of us have bfas no. we have BAs, bas girl even that's sadder it we wrote sadder. essays we wrote essays about theater and that's why we haven't been on drag race because that, well, i have an audition actually no yeah i know you did have you I did. oh you did you I helped, helped you. me with I my mouth <laughs> I spent like two days <laughs> in your house <laughs> changing into 14 costumes. Oops, and we videoed all of them. And you looked good. Auditioning for Drag Race. Cringe. 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 Doing drag. Cringe. cringe. <laughs> drag is cringe. Oh, God. If you have any Drag Race fans, you are cringe. Y and you are very. now part of the cringe family. You're, you are chronically online. Go touch some grass. But take us back, though. Because a BA in theater, Miss Ma'am. Miss Ma'am. What? That is the most embarrassing cringy thing i've ever done in my life or the fact that i went to theater camp like as a kid like legitimately literally i went to like a summer like drama your parents camp. Took it's called sdc summer drama camp like they dropped me off and i was like at a sleepaway camp for two weeks that must have been the gayest experience of your life and it was when i should have known that i was oh uh, needing to uh start hormone replacement therapy my thing is that being in college pursuing that degree worst experience of my life uh -huh. and you might think oh well, it's because college is hard no it's because theater kids are fucking awful uh, horrible people horrible people so the idea of spending my free time in the summer with theater kit oh my god oh my god it was a nightmare but also like i there i had crushes on like my gay counselors well that makes sense yeah that, yeah. Makes sense. that was that was what was entertaining because like olivia rodrigo every boy i like is gay you were playing the bl lottery in your head uh -huh. of which one of your camp counselors was going to be the one yeah, I'm just like reading like fan fiction about like anime you boys like writing, in my bed. You were writing the new I was, fan I was fiction writing, I was writing about the camp counselors. No. <laughs> I come downstairs. I've only written two fan in the fictions, kitchen. okay? One Direction. Louis, ready to take me. Okay, anyways. I'm not One gonna... of the camp counselors called himself Hollywood, like because they all had like a fake like counselor name. That is, that's cringe. It was Hollywood cringe. Hollywood is cringe. It was cringe and I had a huge crush on him. Anyway. You're a cringe lover. <laughs> um, okay, now that we've explained what we find most cringe about ourselves, what do okay. you find most cringe about me? About you specifically? Besides being a theater kid. Because mm. we both are. The fact that you're transgender. Just kidding. Um, what do I find cringe about you? No, honestly, being trans is kind of cringe. Oh, we'll get into that. That should be a whole other episode. That's a whole other episode. It's just talking about the cringeness of the transgender experience. Yeah, yeah. And also how we're like low key kind of next week on the podcast. Next, next week, on, week the on the podcast, the cringe worthiness of the transgender experience. Um, I do think that okay, one of the things that you do that is cringy is just sort of like your nerd dumb. Like your bedroom's fully pink. You fully had all of these Pokemon toys ready for the set dressing. Um, you have a gamer girl chair. I do. Okay, <gasps> no, I just thought about it. 
The cringiest thing I've ever witnessed Betty do is play an NPC minion character on TikTok Live. <gasps> Don't expose me like this. And I have a video. I it's on Twitter. Recorded it's it. on Twitter. Um, that was honestly one of the most surreal experiences of my life was seeing you in full minion drag. <laughs> the fact that three different friends sent me a screen recording of this live. Camp. Maybe camp is cringe, but that was camp. I think cringe is like a unholy evolution of camp. Yeah. That's because, I don't know, young people couldn't accept that camp is fun. Yeah. Being autistic and weird is fun. Yeah. Anyways, what's well, what's cringe about me? Um, Probably the most, like, cringe thing about you. The way you wear your corset. Oh! Uh, 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 who said that? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're so beautiful when you're cinched. Not you, but otherwise. <laughs> you fucking bitch! <laughs> Um, no, you're, um, this is also probably just me calling you autistic by saying this, but like you're, um, like how far you're willing to go for like collectibles and like limited edition things. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think is kind of cringe. Especially when it's like not even real. No, like, like you are out here trading like virtual event Pokemon for other virtual event Pokemon. And you know what? Event Pokemon are fucking special. Yeah. Speaking of, if you're listening to this in October, 2023. I still have the Mimikyu electric terror type cards. Uh-huh. I have codes if you have event Pokemon to trade. Yeah, DM Kala if you have a really cool event Pokemon to trade her for her um, event Mimikyu. Specifically, I am looking for the shiny Pogo Mew. Good luck. So please, if you have one of those and you're looking for a Mimikyu, I've got you. Yeah, girl, you can't, you absolutely should not get into like the games that I play with hot anime boys because you will be spending real life money I quickly sp- to like get the limited, because the, they get you because they put the hottest characters oh, on course. event banners, which only run from limited times and you never know when they're coming back. Of course. Of course. I feel the same way about like any of the Nintendo mobile games like um, Pocket Camp and, and Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. I get so... I get so much FOMO if I don't fucking get the little event things. I get so pissed off. That said, okay, my Pokemon addiction, my virtual belongings addiction, they're cringe. We're both a little cringy. Cringy theater kids. What is something that other people do? Okay, we've already established cringe is a little bit sipping the haterade. Yeah. But I can be a hater sometimes. So, like, what's something that other people do that you're like, that's cringe? Um... This is going to be on the borderline of cringe and ick, and we're going to be discussing ick very shortly. But when cisgender, Mm. heterosexual... Already cringe. Being cis (laughs) is cringe. Being the gender... uh, Identifying with the gender you were assigned with at birth, cringe. Yeah, worse than being transgender. Mm -hmm. But those cisgender, heterosexual men that hang flags on their walls... Uh, any flags? Specifically the American flag. Right, 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 right. I know that you are an uh, appreciator of America Corps. I I'm am, not. I am an appreciator of America Corps. America. Fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, Gawk with a Glock. Gawk with a Glock. Gawk with a Glock. I want to be Kesha Corps. You know, I want to wear American flags tattered up on my body. I want to I wanna own a pink gun and shoot a homophobe. With I do like own very, a pink bubble gun. Very that. Um, so much so that that one time at Freeland, we had Gawk with a Glock as a party. And for those who don't know, I do a little costume party at mm-hmm. my house once a month. You guys should look it up. It's called Freeland. We take really cute pics and it's always themed. And we did one, Gawk with a Glock, which was all just making fun of America. Yeah. It was really cute. It was all trans girls. Yep. In the cast. It was very fun. Um, and yeah, I'd do it again. I'd make fun of America again. Yeah. And I still want a gun. 
but like a cute one. You want like the Jeffree Star like pink clock. Yeah. yeah. And like not any bullets. I just want the gun. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just gonna be like, pew, work. Pew. You know. <laughs> a nightmare, truly. Okay, well, what about you? What do you think that other people do that is cringe? I'm just gonna keep it in the same vein. I'm just gonna keep it in the same vein and say that straight guys, okay, cis straight guys, flirting in general, just like flirting mostly with women, True. Okay? having to witness it or when I'm being perceived as femme. I mean, if you trust Troy Sivan, cis guys are also, cis straight guys are also flirting with gay men, but. Well, that's true. And I've been flirted with by quite a few straight guys, both thinking that I'm gay and also perceiving me as femme, which is very gender euphoric, but. Love that for you. Just cringe for them. Just, I don't like it. They're bad at flirting. Let's yeah. just be real. Straight it's... men, step up your game. And like do stuff that femme people actually like. Yeah, like get, if you're gonna flirt, get, get with, to know what we want to do. Yeah, like l- go consume boys love content. Yeah, and you'll get, understand. Go what? read Taming the Tiger. Yeah, Yowie, get on it. I need you to see. I don't even know how to pronounce the characters' names because they're Korean. So fair enough. Um, Byom, B E O M. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that. You need to see Byom put his whole gigantic Holy. tiger dick up wow. another man's. Oh, that sounds a little monsterific. Is, is it like a literal tiger? No, no, one. he's not a literal tiger. Oh. He's like like a tiger. Like Tony the Tiger. I'd let Tony the Tiger taught me. Okay, wait, this is a great segue into our next segment. We're going to play a little game. <gasps> anyway, what are the five on screen? I'm specifying on screen because it can be okay. from um, a movie, TV show, or a video game. Okay. Uh, monsters that you would sleep with. Monsters, I feel like monsters is a little bit of a loose term, so I'm going to do my best. Okay. Okay. Um, first, Edward Cullen from Twilight. I mean, millennial, millennial core for sure, but glittery, sexy, sad. Just like ticks every box for me. Glittery, glittery. check, sexy, bitch. <laughs> sad. She's sad though. Sad. Now I'm more sad. Um, it's okay. We'll get you your well Who else? Who else? Who else? Um, Bowser. 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 That's a good choice. Daddy. He's a leather daddy for sure. Yeah, I actually, I kind of think Bowser's a bottom. I think Bowser, could, you could be a leather daddy and a bottom. I think Bowser's a big piggy bottom. Can you be a leather daddy piggy bottom? Yeah, like he's in the harness, like in the oh. in the sling. Does all of this also have to be bleeped out? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll figure it out. Okay. Um, the predator. The really the predator. Sexy. The predator. Yeah, sexy. What's sexy about the predator? Doesn't he have to like breathe through a weird? I don't know. His does mouth. he have like tentacles? Like mouth. A, well, well. Uh, okay, that explains and it. The bod. Um, who? Grim Snarl. I mean, they were already on your team. Yes, but baby, I'm taking him home. You stole him from me. Yummy, yummy, yummy. And also, this might be a little niche. Hopefully, some people know him. Uh, Yoshimitsu. Who? What, who's Yoshimitsu? Uh, he's from Soul Calibur. Oh, Soul no, Blade. I didn't. Explain. Explain. Tekken. He is a fighting character. Uh-huh. Um, he kind of looks like an alien monster, but he's also a samurai. Okay. He wields a samurai sword. He does silly little goofy things. Um, yeah. He's just, I don't know. I love that. They're very flexible. Oh. Okay. And he wields a sword well. You're like, <laughs> hey. You're like, you can hey. stretch and use that sword. Hey, Yoshimitsu. Oh, my God. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Shall I play the game? Yes. Okay. Who are your top five? Who are the five topping you? My. Because <laughs> we're both bottoms here. <laughs> um, the five monsters from on-screen mediums that yes. I would like to sleep with. 
Number one, Venom. Oh, wait, that was such a good choice. Specifically, uh, Tom Hardy Venom. Okay, yes. And if you were on MySpace, if you're old enough to have been on MySpace, you know why Tom Hardy needs to be on this list. Big lit bottom. <laughs> but he will. He could top me yeah. as Venom. Yeah. The tongue. Sexy. All those little, like the black goo just but, can go anywhere. But the predator's tentacles. Yeah, but the, it's a tongue, not tentacles. Fair enough. Um, speaking of tentacles, though, you are reminding me that I'm currently playing Baldur's Gate 3, which oh. is where my number two pick is from, and that is Astarian. We are counting vampires as monsters. We, well, if Edward Because you, you, Edward yeah. Cullen, so yeah. I get to have Astarian. If we, if Kala can have a pretty vampire boy, I get one, too. If you have not played Baldur's Gate 3, just do yourself the pleasure. Do yourself the pleasure of just looking up, like, Astarian clips. Because it's, this man... Isn't it, like, full-on porn? Oh, you can get, like, the full-on porn, yeah. But, like, you can just... I, I don't even love him for the full-on porn of him. I love him for, like... He's just so broken. And you have to, like, save him from himself. Because he's, like, been through 200 years of abuse. Interesting. You So you like rescuing boys. I, I love a rescue romance. Okay. I want to fix him. I can fix him. <laughs> so are you into, like, bad boys usually? Um, I can be, yes. Okay. She's learning about my type because she's going to help me set me up with somebody. Is that I know, right? Because, as I said, Betty is single. So if you're interested in a T-girl, E-girl. Hi. Slide into these DMs. Slide into the DMs. Especially if your name is Astarian from Baldur's Gate 3. So another monster that I would um, see myself in bed with, and you're going to think this doesn't count, but Howl from Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah, that's a little... Okay, but defend that. He can transform into a giant, like you're right, feather beast. You're right, and I want to fuck him when he's half bird. Now wait a minute. <laughs> now wait a with minute. With his wings, you might have just awoken something in me. With his wings, like he has giant raven wings. Because you know Rivali from Legend of Zelda. Kind of hot. He's hot. Yeah. Everybody hates him because he's kind of a bully. I cannot believe you didn't put Ganondorf on your list. I wasn't fully sure if he was a monster. Or not. Well, I just put Howl on mine. Because so. I'm not like really into the idea of fucking Ganon. Oh, I Ganondorf, am. Ganondorf, especially like Demon Lord Ganondorf with the horns. <laughs> Be disgusting. Well, he's daddy. He is daddy. It's true. There's a lot of daddies in the Zelda franchise. In the Nintendo universe. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's somebody working there. Okay, my number four monster pick was gonna be Risley from Genshin Impact because okay. I thought he was a werewolf. He is not. He just has hair shaped like wolf ears. So you are lying to these. So people. I cannot pick Risley. So I'll stay in Genshin Impact and pick Zhang Li because he's a dragon. Okay, sexy. He's uh, the god of Geo. Okay. So he, I have not and played he transform Genshin into Impact. a giant dragon, and I would fuck the dragon. Okay. I would sleep with him. Scaly. I'm a little scaly. Ooh. <laughs> and last but not least, I have another vampire on okay. my list. Um, Dracula from Castlevania, specifically like Vlad Tepish. Oh, yeah. Because that's daddy. Ugh. Lots of vampires. Alucard, move aside. That's my dad now. That's my father there now. There is such like a... Would, also, uh, would have a threesome with Vlad and his son Alucard. Oh, yeah. Well. Who said that? You know. Not me keeping it in the family. You, not even two holes for the family. I have at least two. I will say, lots of vampires on the list. I love vampires. They do make vampires sexy in me. I love vampires. I think, like, the whole allure of vampire culture is, like, vampire culture. Vampire, like, as a... Let me die. Let me, let me sleep myself out. Uh, the whole allure of, like, vampire as, like, a monster in storytelling is mm. that 
they are like charming and seductive yeah. and can easily blend into like high society. And like, you know, the trope always is that like, if it's a romance one, that the person wants to be transformed into one so mm-hmm. they can also be like young and beautiful forever. forever. Yeah. Um, and there's just something very sexy and alluring about that. Yeah. Cause I don't want to age past this day right now. I'm going to um, go get, I'm actually going to Botox. Okay. But imagine this. like, what if the vampire rules are that whatever state that you're bitten in is like who you are forever. Like, I'd like want to like work out and get plastic surgery first. Oh, uh, I need I need you know? the, my full body done. Yeah, like hold on, don't bite me yet. I'm like, let me go get all I'm the silicone. I'm scheduled for November seventeenth. <laughs> God. Okay, that was the end of our second game. We have both listed the monsters that we would like to sleep with. So, I think we need to move back to our main topic of conversation for okay. the pod. We have defined cringe, yes, but this have. is cringe versus ick. So. Define ick for me, Callum. I'm going to do it to you first this time. You made me Merriam-Webster it. I want your How dare Merriam-Webster. You? What's, okay. what, what is ick? Um, the kind of Merriam-Webster definition that I would give for ick is kind of like that gut intuition feeling when something repulses you. Mm, okay. It's a little different than cringe because I feel like cringe is about shaming somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like when you verbalize, oh, that gives me the ick, yes, you're shaming somebody else. But I feel like the fe- ick itself is that feeling yeah. of, like, when you're repulsed by something. Yeah, I feel like, going in line with that, that, like, maybe when it was first becoming, like, a trend, the, the whole ick thing, mm-hmm. that, like, there was some nuance behind it, right? Like, people were actually trying to identify, mostly, from what I understand, what it is about straight guys that they find repulsive yeah or like weird like right off the bat like funny enough like straight guys flirting (laughs) um like what's your ick in that i do feel like though that in recent days i've noticed a lot more content identifying icks where it's just like any man doing a normal non-masculine thing oh like guys riding a bike ick guys carrying the groceries ick so wait like the patriarchy has like stolen ick and like turned it into a weapon yeah like loki it's reading to me as like kind of straight girls parading homophobia as an ick like like policing men's behavior exactly yeah yeah yeah. like it started off really like i think fat but not us being empathetic to the the straight men well i can be i don't want people's like gender expression to be questioned no matter who it is like you should be able to ride a bike without it being perceived as femme or gay riding bikes is is that's the gay gay thing you could do (laughs) It's, it's homosexual. It does grow your booty. Does it? I need to get a bike. I need to get a bike immediately. Pump those legs. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I do feel like I've come across quite a bit of content recently that's like, mm, that doesn't feel like an ick. That just feels like you don't like it when guys do anything that's perceived as girly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But what is your ick, Kala? What is my ick? Like genuine ick? Yeah, what's your like be... genuine ick? Give me a genuine ick and then give me like a funny ick. Okay, a genuine ick for me would be if I met a guy and found out that he was like not employed, not wow, read me, not contributing, wow, read not, me, well, not doing anything productive or like having any interests or hobbies or anything like that, but like has a girlfriend or boyfriend, whoever, and like constantly mooches off of them. So mooching is like your ick. But specifically when like broke straight guys do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless they're like, unless it's like broke straight guys. I'm like, girl, you had the world handed to you on a platter. Yeah, literally. And you're mooching? That's ick. 
like i don't know maybe that's even me being a little bit gendered but i'm like if you are a cisgendered man and you're able-bodied and you want things out of life like go get them it should be easy for that it should be easy i don't know judgmental i don't know what is your judgmental what's your ick um, I would say being judgmental is a nick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disgusted with myself. <laughs> well, that's a whole other episode that's, discussion. That is self-deprecation. Self- self-deprecation and self-loathing. Uh, episode three of the podcast. Yeah. Where we do nothing but make fun of ourselves. Ourselves, yes. Which will be impossible for Kala because she's a narcissist, but... Well, I like myself. <laughs> um, what do I think is something that is like ick? What is my personal ick? Yeah. I guess because you gave your answer kind of in relation to um, men. Maybe I should make mine too. Okay. Also in relation to men. Or does it have to be? Hmm. I guess like your friends could also be ick. Yeah, but then why are my friends with them? Yeah, maybe it's just like strangers. Yeah. And people do. Yeah, I think something that um, gives me like the ick, like that gut feeling that something is wrong is like when people think that they're my best friend and we've spoken like once gives me the ick yes maybe that's just i have like really strong personal boundaries but i'm like i'm like i do not know you yeah i'm like i'm like you are invading like this personal space of mine and trying to come across as somebody that you're not to me Yeah, yeah it takes a lot to like earn my friendship i realize that like i'm a very like walled up person when it comes to like my inner personal life Mm. so that's like it really gives me the ick when people like try to i guess when people really try to deceive me yeah yeah, yeah. it's like a big ick for me i don't like being lied to because i'm really good at telling when people are lying to me yeah yeah yeah. oh i just thought of another ick while you were saying that Uh similar and it has to do with friends i don't like it when my friends like speak up on world events online in a way that like they wouldn't speak in person yeah or they make themselves sound like experts on something out of nowhere because it's trending in the news trying to do performative activism yes in some cases it can be kind of funny like when um i shouldn't say funny but it was when the submarine thing happened and like all of a sudden everybody was an expert on like the pressure at the bottom of the ocean like everybody you was, don't know anything yeah everybody was posting as if they knew like the fucking physics of what was going on down i'm there. like girl you got a c in fucking like costume Literally. design class you don't know anything like, about the pressures baby, of a submarine you never made it to algebra 2 like you don't like please and in those cases it's kind of funny you know it's kind of mutually cathartic but when it's something like the russian ukrainian war or what's going on with israel and palestine oh, if it's still going on takes, when I've we publish this takes about that like Maybe just share mutual aid resources. Go to a protest. You know what I mean? Like, you're not an expert. No, just sit there and learn. Just like, learn. Learn yeah. something instead, which there's so much misinformation online, it can be hard to learn anything. Yeah. We should have another. Episode four of the podcast, misinformation. 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 <laughs> Do we have any more thoughts about ick? What is uh, what? What makes ick different than cringe for you? For me personally, it's like, Cringe can be something that you tolerate. Like you might find a person kind of cringy. You might think a certain behavior is cringy, but you wouldn't end a friendship over it. Mm. Ick to me is sometimes something that you feel so deeply at the first point of meeting somebody or throughout the, your friendship that you're like, I, this relationship has to end actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like the line is very blurry, especially like in a comment section. Mm. So I, I really like that distinction. I kind of feel similarly, like, Cringe is more to me still kind of mean, but yeah. playfully mean. And ick is like, I feel scared. Like, I'm in danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in danger, girl. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I can I can handle a little shade, you know, a cringy shade. Oh, I mean, calling it, me cringy shade. I, honey, if you couldn't handle the shade, you agreed to do this podcast with the wrong person. Oh, that's true. She is mean. I was like, I've already called you ugly, fat, dumb. You did. <laughs> you really did. And all of them are true. <laughs> and they are. <laughs> I did say I was a lovable idiot at the beginning of this. So. You did. You self-identify as I dumb. I self-identified. Um, okay, well, I think I have... I think I have another little game I want us to play before we wrap this Silly up. Silly little games. And I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know the other day. I was like looking it up. You know those um, little things on Instagram or whatever where it's like, what is your sun, your moon, your rising? But it'll be like girly pop Pokemon. You mean or... my Instagram um, feed and story like every day. Yes, literally. Yeah. And you know, like which horror girl are your sun, moon, rising? I thought it'd be fun to assign all of the horoscopes a Halloween candy because I wanted to know what my sun, moon, and rising in Halloween candy was mm-hmm. the other day. I couldn't find one, so we made it up ourselves. So we did it ourselves. And by the way, I am not an astrologist by any means. I'm not a professional astrologer, so I apologize if you are a professional astrologer. If you are one, please comment. Let us know how wrong we are with these takes. Yeah, I was gonna make a joke about how I don't want to apologize and I really don't care about astrology, but I really want lesbians to like this podcast. Yeah, no, we the so, lesbian community is the backbone. So. I'm so. sorry. These two queer women really, really respect we really, and love astrology. Yes. You, We believe in witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And we thank you for being here. And we thank you for all the dollar bills that you have thrown <laughs> our way at a drag show. Yes, lesbians truly hold up the drag community at our shows. No, last night we were at a show and literally the only people like screaming were Tipping all queer women. Yeah, it's always queer women. Gay men just sit there at the bar and do nothing. And judge you. And call you cringy silently in there. And I'm head. like, and I'm like, you could literally not even step that one foot in a perfect heel. That is the perfect. That's cringe. That's the perfect visual for cringe versus zik. Gay men watch drag queens and think that drag queens are being cringe. Mm-hmm. Drag queens look at gay men judging them and say, "Ick, that's ick." Wow, we just summed it up. Ick. Okay, let's. Okay, let's jump into the horoscopes. Though. Yes, let's close it out with this. Okay. So. What is your sign, Kala? I'm a Taurus. You're a Taurus. I'm a Taurus. Okay, and I'm a Gemini. So we're right next to each other in the Zodiac. Okay, why don't we start at the top then with Aries? Yeah. Okay, I think Aries are a little fiery, mm-hmm. a little wild, right? Mm-hmm. And when I thought of that, when you thought of that, we said, it's got to be something kind of like, I don't know. That could hurt you. Yeah, that could hurt you. That captures that essence. Mm-hmm. So uh, Warheads, I think, is a really good fit. Yeah, and interesting that you're dating an Aries. So. Yeah. And uh, funny enough, I like the taste of warheads. And being hurt. What? Huh? 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 Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Well, you started it off, but you have to continue because the next one's your sign. Okay, yeah. Taurus, I I said the Reese's Halloween pumpkins. The Reese, Why? Um, Explain that. Defend it. Tauruses, I think, are kind of like, we're cozy. Mm-hmm. We like tasty food. We And we also like like kind of the same things routine ritual and because it's halloween candy i always look forward to the halloween pumpkins it's like a ritual for you every year to find like that yeah. pumpkin ones and the pumpkin ones have more peanut butter in them they do right and i feel like everybody likes them they're comforting yeah so i feel like it was a good fit for taurus yes how about for gemini's gemini is twix it's obviously twix because they're the twin candy oh my god that's so clever and i actually really love a twix because i it has a little bit of everything which i think People view Gemini's as uh, just like two-faced or like two-sided. And I'm like, actually, Gemini is the sign of like mirroring energy Mm. and having like very multifaceted personalities that can adapt to like any situation. Mm. And I think the Twix really is the kind of everything of 
candy because it has a little bit of cookie, a little bit of caramel, a little bit of chocolate, a little but, bit of nougat. Um, I'll continue on with Cancer. Cancer, we gave baby bottle pop. Fucking babies. Baby bottle pop. Little babies. <laughs> Cancer's a little baby. I think you have to be old like us to know what baby bottle pop is. Do I don't you think, think they're so? around is baby anymore. baby bottle pop's not a thing? I think they're dead, girl. <gasps> No, the commercials were so cute. I the baby bottle pop, baby bottle pop. Yeah, That's what I was thinking, girl. Uh, yeah, because the cancers are little babies that need to suck on all the bottle. So for Leos, I think again it has to be something that like everybody likes. Has to be like something that's in your face a bit. Leos are very flashy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought Snickers was yeah. a good fit. Popular, popular, well-rounded. Yeah. Also there. They, they exist. They exist. They're there. That's They're my rising there. sign, so. I don't think I have any Leo in my chart. I'm a triple Taurus. Are you really? I am. And my partner is a triple Aries. And they're together still, and somehow. And we're together for almost four years. So if, if you're if you're a professional astrologer, explain that to me. If you are a lesbian listening to this podcast, if you please are, explain. Lesbians, please <laughs> explain to us how they're together. <laughs> um, the next sign is Virgo. Nerds. Nerds. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> what who said that? We, we did come up with this list yesterday, and we were like, Virgo, it needs to be like a candy that's like very serious, kind of takes itself way too seriously, yeah. um, sophisticated but not really. Yeah, and then and then I was immediately like, well, this candy is actually none of those things, but the title's great, nerds, nerds. Yep, because you're nerds, Virgo. We actually also struggled with the next one. Libra was a little hard to choose. Yeah, um, we wanted something obviously balanced. Um, something again, everybody kind of likes. Um, so we thought Skittles taste the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. You get a little of everything. Um, the next one is Scorpio. I liked the candy we gave for this one. This was a great one. This was a sleeper hit. It was. Uh, we gave Scorpio hot tamales, which actually I'm not joking about. This is my favorite candy. So why aren't you with a Scorpio? That is a good question. I think that that is actually one of my compatible signs as a Taurus. Because aren't Scorpios water signs? I literally wouldn't know. And most no, of the Scorpios, yeah, Scorpios are know, water signs. Most of the Scorpios I know are kind of like alt and gothy, which is kind of my type. Mm-hmm. As you like, yeah, little metalheads. Yeah, usually. Um, okay, so for Sagittarius, we thought again, it has to be something that's like annoyingly unique. Like nobody actually has this. Because Sagittarius as love to be the center of attention. Yeah. love to be like, I'm so I'm, cool and I'm, different. I'm weird. I'm a little bit weird, you guys. Shut up. Am I secretly a Sagittarius? You're so annoying. Sadly, Sagittarius is a sign that I know Gemini is a good match with because they always keep things new and interesting and I get bored very easily. And then you can just always keep up with them by adapting your personality. Yes, but I've been burned by many Sag men. Anyway, we give them circus peanuts. Circus peanuts. Circus Circus peanuts it is. Because that is the most annoying candy. And it's not very tasty, unfortunately. Yeah. I wish I liked them more. Um, For Capricorns, we thought, again, it has to be something kind of down to earth, something... I don't know. Honestly, we're running out of ideas here. Folks. Yeah, we so gave them Tootsie Rolls. We roll. gave them Tootsie Rolls. I actually don't have like a lot of Capricorns in my life, so I, I couldn't really think of anything for that. Yeah, I just think of them as kind of like earthy, a little stubborn. I guess Tauruses are known for being stubborn too. And Tootsie actually. Rolls do not get out of your teeth. Yeah, they don't. So that makes sense. Yeah. They're good, but also just reliable. Uh, next, we have Aquarii. Aquarius. Aquarius. Um, Pretentious. Pretentious. Again, it has to be one of those candies that's like, I'm so unique. I'm intellectual, and only intellectual eat this type of candy. We give them Almond Joys. Almond Joy. Because the people that say they love Almond Joys, you are cringe. You're lying. You're cringe. You're because cringe. you are just saying that to 
sound like the coolest person in the room to be like, yeah, well, actually, I like Almond Joy. And if you dare say, I actually like Mounds, get the fuck out. You're no, disgusting. You, you do not. <laughs> You're, You're lying. Gross. What did you grow up in a Christian summer camp every day of your entire life? You don't. You should fucking... have. Had, you should have at least had the option to take like the hard grandma strawberry candies instead. Literally, those are good because those are good. I will fight for my life. Almond joys are bad. Those little strawberry candies, which don't even have a name. No, so good. They're the best one. The same with Werther's. Oh, mama. Delicious. I live for a little Werther's caramel. They are so good. Wait, are, do you say caramel or caramel? This is important for Halloween. Funny enough, I'll say it both ways depending on like the context. Just the context or like however I guess I feel like saying it. Like I say like I love caramel as a flavor, but like I enjoy eating caramels. Same. Interesting. Contextual. Okay, last one. My moon signs. My moon sign, Pisces. Pisces. We gave them Starburst because so juicy and wet, just like a little Pisces puss. No. <laughs> I I gotta go. <laughs> Clean up on aisle. Baby. <laughs> no, no, no. We actually don't really know why we gave Pisces oh, okay. Starburst. I think it's because like reason. most people that I know like Pisces. That's a lie. <laughs> no, I feel like I feel like that's true. Most people I know like Pisces and don't or is it the other way around? I was gonna say I don't like cancer, but no, it's the opposite. Maybe it's Pisces that are perceived to be a little bit emotionally wild. Well, both Cancer and Pisces are because they're both water signs. Well, in either case, we gave them Starburst because I thought most people like them. And I feel like most people like Starbursts. Oh, I love Starburst. Right? I think they're great. They're, I, they're also, they're delicate. You know, yeah. Star, Starbursts have a delicate, like, feel and flavor to them. Yeah. I used to love Now and Laters more when I was a kid, but I don't like eating the paper. And you were wrong. I but was wrong. You were wrong I for was that. incorrect. Um, okay, well, let's let's wrap up this conversation about cringe and ick. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any final thoughts? Anything you'd like to add in? Yeah, um, I think that we are kind of using cringe and ick online specifically mm. in a um, way to shame others. And sometimes it's justified. I'm going to say sometimes it's justified. Shame is actually a feeling that as humans we do need. Mm. Um, in order to kind of properly adapt to a communal space and community, because human beings do need to live in community. I don't know why I'm talking like I'm a sociologist or something. But... All of a sudden, she has a PhD in sociology. <laughs> BA in Peter. Um, she said, I actually have some comments on the Israel-Palestine conflict we were talking about earlier. I absolutely do not. <laughs> um, and I just, um, I think that maybe we need to dial it back a little bit and let mm. um, people not have to be constantly worried about being surveilled, as you were talking about, and shamed yeah. for just existing in their life. I think maybe keep your cringe and your ick feelings, maybe take them a little bit more offline. Yeah. Is that weird to say when we're, like, we're talking about like, internet people, trends? I feel like a lot of people could say less online. Me, specifically. Like, like maybe this is just me personally. I'm on the internet to look at silly little videos and follow my fandoms and, and maybe read the news. But if you're not a journalist, I don't care. I literally don't care what you have to say. Yeah, I even stopped reading the news because of misinformation, episode three. Literally, literally. It's so hard to find. Anyways, yeah, episode whatever. We'll get there. Um, I guess the last little thing that I would like to add is just not that I think that there's very many straight women listening to this podcast, but maybe there are. Congrats, my mom. Hi, Sue. <laughs> Love you, Sue. If you are a straight woman listening to this and you yourself have found found yourself kind of like thinking of ick, 
just be cautious. Just be wary. Are you actually finding that to be ick in the way that we were kind of talking about where it's like, oh, that, this feels dangerous, girl. Or are you just being low-key a homophobe? Yeah. And maybe don't do that. Uh, don't do that. Yeah. Don't be homophobic or transphobic or racist. Okay, Betty, I think that we... I think we had a good first little episode. Yeah, Kala, thank you so much for joining with me on this journey. And thank you for joining with me. I think this was so fun. If you loved this and you want more content from me and Betty, we are planning to put out podcasts every week. Yes. So make sure to follow us both here and on our social media account. Yes, you can find me personally everywhere at Betty with an I. That's at B-E-T-T-I underscore with underscore and underscore I. And you can find me at Califeria on all of my social medias. That's at C-A-L-L-A-F-A-E-R-I-A. Califeria. Yes. And when we have the handle for this podcast, make sure to follow that everywhere too. Follow T-Girl E-Girls. Yes. And until next time. Bye. Bye.